Hey, everybody, and welcome to Old Roommates. Today on the show, Three's Company. We revisit the 1977 season one of Three's Company. So grab your share of the rent money, have a seat, and get ready. <laughs> okay. Welcome, everyone. It is Old Roommates, the only podcast that revisits pop culture through a middle-aged lens. This is Christina. And this is Brian. And before we go any further, not sure if we're sounding a little different. Could we We are be? trying. It's a little bit experimental. We are actually recording today at What Chair Writers Club, their podcast studio. Um, what Chair uh, is a really cool club that I'm a member of. Mm-hmm. And um, so this episode was recorded in the podcast Oh, I'm just repeating myself. Sorry, I'm reading. I'm reading blurb. In case I'm you didn't know, no, because I have to read. I do have to read this. <laughs> yeah, we're sounding differently. We are sounding right. different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, visit them online at whatchairclub.org or stop by the club at 160 Westminster Street, what che- in downtown Providence. What Chair Writers Club? This is the part of the street. Is not responsible uh-huh. for any content produced in this club studio because can we I are say that too? Crazy. Can I say I'm not responsible for anything that we say? <laughs> <laughs> but no, this place is really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, stop by, especially if you're into writing yeah. and um, networking with some really cool local people. Yeah. And did, were you a member in New York too? No, this is this in, is just a Providence just a, thing. Yeah, it's Rhode fantastic. Island. It's so much fun. Much. So cool. Everyone is super friendly. So yeah, it's a great. Place. Thank, yeah. you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Watch here. So Three's Company. Do you want <clears> me to start? So as we usually start with then. Yes. It's just really funny because I'm looking at Christina. She has a giant microphone. <laughs> I can barely in see her, you. <laughs> in, her, in her headphones, these giant headphones on. Yeah. This is pretty cool. So we're, we're, we're taking pictures. but um, <clears throat> So anyway, so Three's Company, I, I actually have something personal. A personal so I think you know this, right? I do. Yeah. I do. And this is actually one of the reasons why I wanted to do this because you, you said this story and I thought it was really cool and I thought yeah. it would be really fun to revisit. So take it away, I think, Brian. Yeah, I think, Let's they, hear it. I think a lot of my close friends know this. Um, so... Back then, when I'd watch, I was watching Three's Company. It was on Channel 56 in Boston. And but when I was very young, I um, ended up having to go from, from private school to public school in fourth grade, uh, or, or I guess parochial school to public school. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it private? I don't even know. But um, and so when I went, I was instantly like picked on, bullied. Um, you know, and but the word was gay, and they kept saying, "Oh, you're gay, you're gay, you're gay." I was nine. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, this is all 100% real. Right. And I didn't honestly know what it meant. So in parochial school, you don't talk about such things. You don't talk about sex, certainly, or even like right. like even in parochial school, you have a boy side and a girl side. So you weren't even allowed to really talk to girls. Were you allowed to talk at all? Wouldn't you like get your, <laughs> you, your hands you get slapped, slapped you get by your a face, ruler? You would get your face slapped. I won't say the school, but um, this is the 70s and it was – right pretty abusive but um yeah so but I, otherwise it was a pretty much a good goody two shoes which i also didn't think served me served me well in public school right. i knew nothing about anything like nothing about say sex or nothing so the word was gay and i didn't know what it meant but i knew from the way it was being used that it was a bad thing to be but i couldn't obviously talk to my mom about like hey what does gay mean if because then she would say, well, why? And I would say, oh, the kids at school tell me I'm gay. Like, right. You, know, you so don't want your like, mom to worry. I don't want to worry. worry. Exactly. exactly. So I was watching Three's Company, and 
sure enough, it's it was the first episode mm-hmm. where it was like, it's okay that Jack lives here because he's gay. And the crowd busts out laughing. The right. studio audience starts laughing. And I'm like, oh, my God. That's what the kids well, call even me. Yeah, even the, like the reaction. Yeah, the reaction is like comical. So I'm like, well, everyone's laughing. Maybe it's not so bad. And like, well, let me ask my mom because now I have an out. If she right. says why, I'll say I'm watching TV and mm-hmm. they said gay. So I go to my mom. She's in the kitchen. I'll never forget this. And I said, Mom, I guess, you know, what does gay mean? She's like, oh, why? You know, <laughs> that's not how my mom talks. But she was like, um, why? See, I apologize. No, I know, no. She wasn't like that at all. No. She's, um, and she said, well, can I ask why you're asking? And I said, well, they just said it on Three's Company because Jack is quote unquote gay, that he can live mm-hmm. with two girls. She said, well, you know, like when a boy, this is what she said, when a boy likes a girl and they kiss. And I said, yeah. She's like, well, it's like a boy liking a boy and they kiss. Mm-hmm. In my right hand, Christina, I'm raising my right hand. Yeah, Why not? You are. I my brain was like, cool, right. like totally cool. Like there was nothing, and that probably should have been a note in my head. Like, why do people think that's gross? It didn't mm-hmm. hit me as gross. It was just like kind of different and cool. I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. Right. So I credit Three's Company, getting back to the topic, with. Kind of opening that door of like sure. of like you know it's is it a big deal? It's a big deal to some people. It's not a big deal right. to others. It's funny to some people. It's serious to others. And I so I credit like their place, Three's Company's sort of pop culture place in my life mm-hmm. because it opened up a conversation that um, I don't know when else that would have happened, and it probably would have been a big problem for me for a long time before seeing that. Sure, and I wonder even if you hadn't had that conversation or if you haven't seen that show. If, you know, when you would have had that, you know, kind of conversation with anybody, would it have been when you were in puberty and you started having specific feelings or if, you know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really interesting to think about that. It probably would. I think one of my guesses is what would have happened is that since we were nine, I think as we all got older, the the insults would have been more specific. If you catch my drift. Probably. A little more detailed. That's, yeah, so it's, it's, that's very but, interesting. Yeah, that was yeah, that was me. But I think, but, but when I see like a nine-year-old kid mm-hmm. now, I'm like, I went through that being that little, mm-hmm. and it blows my mind because I think you know you hear, I mean, not to make it go dark, but like you know you do hear like kids having a really hard time and taking drastic measures yeah. to get out of situations, and it's really crazy to think about what little kids go through on a deal. And then it's worse with social media, but it's well, a different and, conversation. Yeah, I mean, and this could be a very long conversation, <laughs> but, you know, as a preschool teacher, you know, I can see, you know, how different it is now in a lot of, like, the attitudes. I mean, we see kids that, you know, gay or straight, they'll come in, boys with or girls, but, you know, they'll come in with, like, nail polish on their on their nails. And um, it's completely accepted. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in a lot of ways... That, you know, hopefully we've come a long way since those days where, you know, having a, a show about, you know, someone being gay is funny mm-hmm. or even not being able, you know, being able to live in an apartment, yeah. you know, because you're gay. Like, <laughs> it's come a long way in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's easier in a lot of ways um, mm-hmm. because people... um are a little more accepting, mm-hmm. but it's also harder in a lot of ways because of all the social media and how um, I think that that's a huge problem with youth and having the, the 
hiding behind a a screen yeah. kind of well, situation. Having no shut off button. No shut off button yeah. and just yeah, I mean it's a scary thing. But anyway, I don't know how so, we yeah, that was personal. So but... anyway, that's the hour. Um <laughs> All right, so let's dive in. So back then, that was my connection. I so, love, yes. and then therefore, I really loved Three's Company. Sure. Well, how was your take on it then? So um, I watched it when it actually aired. Mm-hmm. So it was um, I'll never forget. It was um, Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, and then Three's Company, and then it was too close for comfort after that. So oh, it was wow. like I think I don't know if it was Tuesday. I think it was a Tuesday night for some reason. I'm thinking it was a Tuesday night. Could have been a Thursday, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I um, I really love the show, and I think part of the reason why I loved it is because it sort of had that naughtiness to it. Like mm-hmm. I kind of knew it was a, I was a little young for it to be watching, and um, I loved that aspect of it. Um, I remember really you know loving John Ritter. You know, I, I loved all of them. I loved Larry. I loved, <laughs> <laughs> it, and I thought it was funny. Um, I'm saying I'm um a lot. I'm sorry. I think these microphones are making me the more aware. It's the headphones. You hear every little thing. So I liked it. Yeah. Good. Long story short. Yeah, I no. It. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it, and I thought it was funny. I think so, I watched every season. Yeah, I think I did, too. Like, I remember – well, because I remember, like, even when after season Summers left, Jenny Lee Harrison mm-hmm. – and they did, like, a Charlie's Angels thing, right? Like, yeah, she left. Yeah, so it was her cousin. They, right. And then uh, Tari- Priscilla, Barnes Priscilla Barnes replaced – uh, Jenny Lee Harrison pretty mm-hmm. quickly. I like. I actually, but I liked all of them. I really. I did. wasn't a big fan of the Jenny Lee Harrison. I thought it was too. She was trying too hard to be Suzanne like Summers' a character. Giggly, yeah. And I liked the fact that Priscilla Barnes came in and she was a little bit smarter. Smart. Yeah. And she was a nurse, yeah. and it it worked better. It did I thought. work better. That's right. Um. So now, so we re- rewatched season one, and season one mm-hmm. is weirdly. Six episodes. Six episodes. I'm assuming it was a mid-season replacement. replacement. Yeah. But I did. I read a little bit about it and just saying that you know here's six episodes to try, and that's all they got, and no one really thought it was going to be successful. Oh. But and of course it was based on um you know the an English England British version or whatever of Man About the House or something like okay. that, and that's what it was based on. But um yeah, so they had it was six episodes for the entire first season. It's amazing. And it ended up being wildly successful. And it was great for us. It was perfect it was for like, us. Okay, I would watch a whole season in six episodes. So that mm-hmm. was great. Um, so let's just dive in. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> do you want to? What I'm gonna? Ju- I'll just start the first episode. Um, it is, and it, this is pretty consistent. It feels like a play. Oh my gosh! Is that your Brian? Is that your note? It says it right down here. Um, what does it say? Where? Wait, I had it written down here. It says weird angles. It's almost like a stage show. Yeah. The way that it's all set up. It's so physical. It's a lot of walking in and out of rooms. Mm-hmm. It's doors knocking, slamming doors. Like, And I mean, that's a, sort of a general note. It's very broad. Mm-hmm. Like, particularly <laughs> Joyce DeWitt. <laughs> Joyce, if you're listening. Sorry, like, Joyce. I, I, I struggled. I remember truly being young and mm-hmm. struggling with her energy level mm-hmm. it kind of you know we talk about this with with these 80s and 70s and 80s shows and i wonder if it's the element of a studio audience that makes certain performers over <laughs> i don't want to say overact that sounds like an insult but well what do you, do you, you i know, know i know exactly what okay. you're saying and i will tell you that she came from um 
you know, more of an a, a, a play, like okay. a, um, a stage yeah. career. Career. And um, I think that that might be part of it. Like, she was more of, like, a serious actor. Ah. And she was not really interested in the fame. And this is, we can talk about this a little bit later, mm-hmm. the controversy surrounding the show a few seasons in, because Suzanne Summers was really into being famous. And that's what she wanted. She wanted to be the star of the show. Yep. John, John Ritter was just the star of the show. Yes. Like, he was a little bit more established. And then Joyce DeWitt, she was more of a stage actor, and she just wanted to act. She wanted to – she was in it for the process. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's part of it. Like, I think she treated it as a – almost like a stage show. And I think yeah. you're right. With the studio audience, it's, I mean, if you have that background and then you're you're acting in front of a studio audience, I can't imagine it would be easy to switch to – sitcom mode <laughs> and she's and at the same time I was like I appreciate her energy in some of the episodes because mm-hmm. I feel like she like made it like her screaming she screams quite a bit she does and she has a great scream a yeah. great scream and I think it it heightens some things that could otherwise be really corny mm-hmm. but she would make them not serious but she would make them more exciting by being so over the top and I was like she's actually even though she's crazy she's elevating the material. Yes. She's giving me like more reason to care, even though in I would say seventy percent of some of her choices are a little overdone mm-hmm. um or over overacted. Um I have to jump since we're talking about the audience, episode um the one where Jack goes on a date with Mr. Roper's niece. Episode three. Did you notice and everyone episode three, season one, try and check this out. Jack goes on a date with Mr. Roper's niece. Okay. And he, for it's Janet's, Janet's birthday. Yes. He comes back with a gift, and the gift is the cameo. Mm-hmm. Christina. He gives the cameo to Janet. Chrissy says, oh, Janet, your cameo. And someone in the studio audience goes, your cameo. <gasps> Did you hear it? No. I don't know oh when you have to. Gosh. So Christina, let me borrow the copy from her I'm library. Gonna be, I'm definitely watch Go that. back, uh, episode three. It's at the very end, and the audience laughs at the person that made fun of Suzanne Summers. C- Christina, I am not. Oh everyone. my gosh, how funny! I remember that from when I was a kid. You remember, I remember that it. happening? So oh I was my like, gosh! Wait. I was like, what was that sound? And I was like, oh my god, they made fun of Suzanne Summers oh. with her line reading. I was like, oh, Gina, your cameo, and you can hear. And someone laugh. People laugh. Oh my god! Oh, it's so creepy. It's weird. Wow. Um, I'm surprised I kept it in. in. I am surprised too. I'm oh, really surprised. That's so weird. Um, and let's see. Uh, th- so yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just gonna start with you know like. So do we want to go through the episodes because um, I know we do a shallow dive here. Right. But um, I mean there was. I did make some notes on some of these episodes, and I just thought it was kind of funny. Like, so Chrissy's character is the dumb blonde, yeah. you know, whatever. And um, first of all, I thought it was interesting because I didn't remember him, like John River, Jack Tripper, mm-hmm. being so obsessed with her throughout the whole series. Like, I thought yeah. it was the first. I thought I thought it was like the first episode. I remembered that much, yeah. but it really is like he's really trying to get with her I the know. entire series, and it's really awkward. And you would yes. have thought that they would have had a conversation, like a real sit down. I think they kind of glossed over it a little bit on the show, but they they should have had sort of a sit down conversation. And say, look, this is platonic. 
nothing is ever going to happen. And yeah. if you can't respect that, then leave. But I think that may be that part of, you know, then and now. <laughs> 100%. I agree. That is one of my bigger notes on this mm-hmm. is the Chrissy Jack thing. Yeah. Because I'm like, first of all, it's exhausting. And it I do is. wonder, though, is it because, like, I would – I watched – Three episodes one night, the other three the other night. Yeah. And I'm like, is it because I'm binging that it's so ski? It's I did so like, gr- it's, I did two, it's like two, and two. Gross. Imagine living with someone who wants to have sex with you, who right. isn't, who you're not romantically involved with. Like, I know we're at a different time, and this is the yes. wild 70s, I guess. Mm-hmm. But like, it's problematic. And thank God, you know, Janet, a lot of her lines are like, oh, Jack, come on. Like, you know, and it's like, right. it brings it back. But it's like, yeah, in one episode, it, this this is relevant because she says episode six, he walks up behind Janet and like sort of not gropes her but he sounds kind of like wants to like kiss her or something. Yeah. And she's like, Jack, what are you, a sex maniac? And I wrote a valid question. It is a valid <laughs> question. He's so obsessed. It's very it's one. Every, it's yeah, very. It's yeah. like one note. <laughs> Almost. It's just too much. Like, the first episode I could see, but then, like, they should have toned it down. Um, I mean, remembering, also, remembering back then, though. I mean, would, yeah. do you remember being, like, young then mm-hmm. and being like, did you, what was, do you, did it register? Like, wow, he's uh, really over the top with his, him not, wanting Chrissy. Not really. I mean, I, I felt like everything he did was funny. Like, yes. I just felt like, you know, I, I, I didn't see it as, like, a woman being, you know, molested or whatever yeah, it was, right? Yeah. Um, Looking at it now, I, I'm surprised I didn't see it that way. But I was, you know, how old was I? 77? So I was 10 years old. So he is a goofball. The audience is always laughing. Loved. I mean, so he was so good at it, it. too. Yeah. But anyway, so what I was going to say yeah. before about Chrissy is it was interesting because she's supposed to be the dumb blonde. Yeah. But I would say, I, especially in the first few episodes, she had some really smart one-liners. Yeah. And I'm like, is she really that dumb? Like, it was it was a, wasn't very consistent with who she was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she just had a lot of smart one lines. One of them, I said, um, it said, I don't know what it, I don't know what the setup is. I have to start writing more of the setup, but it said something like too much geritol, like, and it was a funny smart one liner, but I forget what it was about. <laughs> she did but. a great job shooting down the guy that was hitting on her at the bar at the Regal Beagle. Yes. she's like, well, why don't yes. you, whatever, go. Yeah. There's yeah. a few times that she did a really nice job of, like, stick. That's, actually, that was, like, number, was it number two? Uh, episode two? No, no, no. It was um when he was trying to be tough. And I did, I wrote that down, too. Jack the Giant, Jack the Giant Killer. Yeah. Episode five. Yeah. And I said, I'm like, Chrissy did a great job of sticking up for herself. Like, why did he even need to step in? That's right. Like, I know, obviously, it's because of the episode, and, mm-hmm. like, there wouldn't have been an episode otherwise. But, yeah, she did a great job of, of sticking up for herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was witty. It was smart, sharp, yeah. like, comebacks. So, yeah, it was just sort of, like, funny that if she's supposed to be done, that they gave her such smarter kind of lines. I don't know. Yes. Anyways. Um, overall note <clears throat> about the first three episodes, mm-hmm. um, maybe even four. No, four is the dog. So episode, first three, three episodes, I was shocked at how, um, to be frank, like unimaginative the plots were. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would argue the first two episodes are exactly the same plot because the first one is mm-hmm. Mr. Roper won't allow it, but then he finds out Jack is 
quote unquote gay. It's mm-hmm. all a lie. Which, by the way, why wouldn't they just tell them like the truth and say it was like against religion or something? Like, sorry. <laughs> the whole premise of it was kind of funny to me that like the landlord wouldn't allow two girls and a guy to live together. Like I just I, I, the premise of it was weird. He could have said that they were they were cousins. They could he could have said yeah. they were it was against his religion or he yeah. was like already married or something. Like it didn't have to be gay. Did you hear my stomach? No, I <laughs> These didn't. Microphones. I am so afraid what they're picking. Up. Oh gosh, I know. <laughs> These microphones are good, but um, my stomach Anyways. is growled. Anyway, yeah, but uh, but the, so then the second episode is truly the Christy's same mom won't allow exact it. And to your point, thing. Christina, I think so. This is this is sort of a problematic thing where it's like the seventies, like you. There's even a comment about like, hey, whatever happened to the sexual revolution? And Chrissy says, you lost. Oh, okay. Yeah, yep. or your side lost or whatever. So you get this idea that there's like some rigi- residual like wild and crazy sex mm-hmm. going on. And um, there's even a reference to a gay couple that lives next door, right? Like like Theodore and Arthur. Remember that joke? Yeah. So then there's – um, so you have that thing. So then Mr. Roper is like, none of that craziness in my building. So because he – because there's sort of a sexually – so, sort of like volatile time. Mm-hmm. He wants to squash it. So what is safer? But then, but do you then want... Mrs. Roper is like the opposite. Is it? <laughs> but then you know what? But Christine, to your point, do you? If you're Mr. Roper, do you want a gay man, a single gay man, living in your building? Well, because that's can be problematic too. He was so homophobic. Yes. Like I was surprised. Like he even allowed it anyway. Like I, yeah. right? Why would he allow a gay if he was man? So like clearly, he had no idea what a gay man was. I obviously, never knew a gay man. He talked about you know. Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell and the word doing normal. Nails. Normal. I wrote that so many. T- it's been in there all the time. I think it was almost in every episode. And it's anytime the word gay, the the opposite was normal. Yep. Oh, it was like so oh disturbing. My God, it was really, really so bad. disturbing. Yeah. But talked about him wearing a dress and where you know, I mean, completely unaware of what it was to be gay. So if someone is that homophobic, are you going to we'll want to Christina, have them live you in just the unlocked building? the whole problem with the show. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Uh, no. <laughs> but um, no, there's a lot, there's a lot more to talk about. I did yes. think it was interesting. I, I appreciated <clears throat> the conversation Janet and Chrissy have. I think it's an episode two or three where Janet says, if Jack didn't live here, would oh. you dig him? Yes. And I have that. Actually, I liked that conversation. Yeah, me too. That, yeah. that was, that's my plus. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that conversation. They have this nice little conversation about it, I thought it was cute. Like they're sitting on the couch and they're saying, you know, they were giggling and, you know, what do you think about Jack? And, you know, that kind of thing. I thought that was a really cute conversation. Mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> we agree. <laughs> well, is that our first agreement? It might be. Um, let's see. Oh, Super, this blew my mind. One of mm-hmm. the biggest shocks. Episode five, there's a joke. And Chrissy says to Mr. Roper, see, this is what happens with men. This is why women should be running the world or running the country. And Mr. Roper says, oh, yeah, women running the country. They would just, no. No, she's like, there wouldn't be any wars or something. I, I ruined Every quote I attempt. (laughs) 
But it's like it's hard to write down running, the quotes. It is tough. It's like women running the world. And Mr. Ford was like, oh yeah, women running the world. What would they? Yeah, they would. There wouldn't be any wars. They would just nag each other to death. The audience went crazy, woohooing, applauding. It was. I'm talking like a probably a three solid second. So. A, that's interesting. And I think, I feel like I remember that mm-hmm. in that, yeah. And I wonder if the main demographic of this audience were males, like straight males. Because you think about like every, all the jokes, mm-hmm. all the jokes are like about sex, about women's bodies or whatever. Yeah. There's, there's such a sexualness about it, like we talked about before. I wonder if like that, their main audience was like, Men. Be curious to see like what kind of TV commercials they showed. Yeah. Like, in, on the I mean, breaks. if it had that much of a reaction. Yeah. It's right? yeah. It seems like that would be the target audience. Mm-hmm. Well, you're definitely because you're definitely an audience that would say, "Oh, I get where Jack's coming from." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get why he's, why he's a pervert. Um, I do think John. Uh, so okay, another overall note and. Um, I think the show is so much better when the characters w- are working together mm-hmm. on something. I don't like it when, like, one of them is the focus. I feel yes. like they – because their chemistry as a cast is so strong. Like, really? Right from the beginning? It is. It is. And I think, like, I like when the rent money goes missing. Yes. And there is an amazing scene where Jack and – Janet are looking for the envelope of money, and Chrissy of walks in. Three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars rent. Three hundred dollar rent. Which is that equally split? Because Janet and Chrissy share a room. I know, right? That's bizarre. Yeah, and they did before Eleanor left. They did the original. Why did and Eleanor? Did you get think it was room? funny that um, Eleanor was living with them and she was pregnant? When she got me, did you catch that in the first episode? Yeah, yeah. We talked about how she had to leave her own party, her own reception, because she went into, because labor. She went into yeah. labor. Yeah. So what does that mean? They weren't. She wasn't living with her fiance. She was living with Janet and Chrissy, and they got. She got pregnant, and like, isn't that so funny? <laughs> like, so she was nine yeah. months pregnant, living with Janet and Chrissy, but she was getting married. So it was worse for them, her to be living with the fiance. Like, the jig's up. Like. She's yeah. pregnant. Well, maybe that's why she had her own room. Maybe the fiancé was staying with him once in a while, but Mr. Roper would never allow that. It's layered. Yes. It's layered. Yeah. Uh, but again, I love – so when Chrissy walks in and she's like, hey, guys, and Jack jumps into the bathroom. Oh, my God. It's <sighs> like – and so Carl watched that episode with me, and he really he laughed out loud, and I was like, it's funny because that – is what I remember of Three's Company. Mm-hmm. Like those physical jumps, and those he gags, was the screams. Amazing. Mm-hmm. He was amazing at those pratfalls. And it was it was funny every time, which surprised yeah. me. Because yeah. I, I remembered that about it. And I remember it being all like pratfalls, basically. And thinking to myself, am I going to like enjoy this yeah. like again? And he was so good. Yeah. It made me so sad. It, it He was really, really good I from know. the very beginning. He was very entertaining. Um, he was all in. Yeah. He was all in. He was just a realized character. He, like, yeah. when he steps out of the bathtub and he slips, like, the it's, first scene, it's, and it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. It's he's, perfect. You know good. what I loved about that? When he <laughs> he's in the bathtub and they turn the, you know, they turn the shower on so he's soaking wet or, or whatever, and then they, they open up 
the 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 curtain, yeah. and the first thing he does he is he himself. like covers his like <laughs> genital area, and it's like such a real reaction. And he's like, yeah. oh, and then he like, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, I think he they use that. I think they use that clip at the beginning. Um, the I think I think they maybe not. I feel like I saw it a lot. So okay. I feel like maybe it was part of like maybe one of the later episodes. I just loved when he slips walking out of the bathtub. Oh my it's like, gosh, it's it so gotta be good. hard to do I mean, without hurting yourself. Yes, but um. The yeah, so then that same episode, episode six, where they're like working together on the rent and figuring out what happened. Mm-hmm. Chrissy has a great line, um, and this is like very Chrissy. And I, when the cop, so the cop's like, "You had an envelope of three hundred dollars, and it said rent money on the envelope." <laughs> and the cop goes, "No one's that stupid." And Chrissy goes, "We are." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. Yeah, but I yeah I do like when they're all working together and it's um because then yes. it's like then you no know, like the the it's because it's it gets kind of tired after a while with the Jack and Chrissy thing. Yes, and um, even like the dog you know like the dog episode. Yeah, yeah. When they're um you know they have a what, what episode was it? <gasps> the belly rub from the yeah. kitchen. Yeah. Oh no, children, Janet no dogs. Yeah, they're in yeah. the they're in the kitchen mm-hmm. and it's you know just all this innuendo yeah. throughout the whole conversation. But that was most and of the Janet, series though yes. too. Um, yeah, but then it was yeah. So Janet is is eavesdropping and hears yeah. them talking and says, "Oh no, um, up higher makes it feel better or something." And talking about rubbing the belly and they're yeah. talking about obviously talking about the dog and, and her face is contorting beyond mm. like she's like literally grabbing the sides of her face and pulling it down yes. and it's like that, so very exaggerated yeah, that she's playing for like the cheap seats on that like and again yes. that's where her theater kind of came out um so in that one actually it's funny in this in that episode there the episode four about the dogs and the children it's a, it's called no children no dogs yeah um there were a lot of me too stuff in there there was Talk about a handsy boss, um, you know. And I wrote even actually in episode four, hitting on Chrissy is getting really old. Mm-hmm. Um, Larry is introduced, yeah. the one and only episode he's in, yeah. which I was surprised about. Um, and they were oh yeah, I wrote down that he he was in twenty five dollar debt to Larry, and he's like, I'll pay you somehow. <laughs> the money stuff in these episodes that cracked me up. Yeah, um, but there were lots. Yeah, there were lots of. Hijinks. Oh, and then oh, I did laugh when they had the dog food and they were trying to hide it from <gasps> Mr. Roper. Oh, my God. And Mr. Roper ends up eating it. Because well, he throws like, the wrong thing away. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. And he says, I'm so hungry I could eat a horse. Oh, oh. yeah. Um, <laughs> the Ropers. Yeah, let's talk about the Ropers. Loved them. So, Loved them. I, Am I wrong? I, so I love the Ropers, but I will say some of the – Things that Stanley said did make me uncomfortable, and I think it was mostly like the normal stuff, like when he would say, "Oh, it's that's not normal." Oh, for sure, it's not normal. Like that stuff didn't fly with me like it used to. Like, I obviously I'm a little bit more in tune to like real life now, um, and it did make me a little bit uncomfortable. Um, the whole Tinkerbell thing with the wrist and everything. The wrist, it's the whole thing. Yeah, you know, just the constant jabbing that you're not normal. Like yeah. that was really, I did not like that at all. I loved Helen. Helen is hilarious. Oh, but yeah. I will say one thing I did love about Stanley when he would laugh at his own, his own jokes, jokes. Yeah. I would laugh right along with him. It was <laughs> and not even at the joke, but like at him laughing. Yes. It was hilarious how he'd turn away and like, 
Almost like an Ernie laugh. Yeah, yeah. So funny. Well, he, um, so what I meant before was like, like their report together. The, oh, the two of them the together, two of them together is yeah. so good. I didn't like 98% of what he said to Jack, yes. but like the two of them together were very funny. And for that reason, like just jabbing each other. I mean, oh and it's funny because I did sort of binge this and that didn't get stale for me. I actually it didn't looked get forward, stale to I actually me looked either. forward to it. I did too. I really loved both of them <laughs> and I liked how different they are, but you still get that they're, yeah, you get you know, why they're together. That, they're why a they're couple. Together. But yeah. what's, what's interesting is I'm watching it and I was wondering what your opinion would be on it because they were very Al and Peg Bundy-ish. Yes. And I know you didn't like the rapport with Alan Pegg. They weren't they were a little the stars of the show. Yeah. And it wasn't, yeah, I mean, yeah. It was more you know of a side gig. Yeah, I get it. And I think because I, well, if we go back to Married with Children, I, I do think Al was meaner. Mm-hmm. I just do. I think Al, because Al's insults to Peggy were really about, like, like being a mother and a wife and a woman mm-hmm. where pegs were like you have hair in your ears al like it yeah. doesn't it didn't balance to me so this, it's a balances this is more balanced because because yeah. uh, mrs roper often instigated <laughs> the insults she was definitely the instigator. She was great. She because was great. Stanley couldn't have cared less. Like no, he right. was just like sitting around, you know, doing whatever, watching TV or watching yeah. the newspaper. <laughs> and then she would be like, "Oh, there you are. I don't know, <laughs> picking insults, you know." Um, she was great. She Audra was. She's, Lindley. Yeah, oh, she was great. God. And then they obviously um, they had a spinoff called The Ropers. That's right. Did you ever watch it? I did that? watch that, yeah. With, um, what's his name? Jeffrey, Jeffrey Tambor. Tam- yeah, Jeffrey yeah. Tambor. Um, I actually liked it. I was young. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I would feel about it now. But it only lasted one season. Yeah. And it was, it was kind of sad that they didn't have anything else to do. They couldn't come back. Yeah. They'd already been replaced. I wonder what goes through an actor's mind. He's like, you're getting your own show. And then it bombs, and you're like, bye mm-hmm. now. Damn it. <laughs> I was like, bye. <laughs> Didn't work out. Can't go back. Uh, Mr. Furley's in your in your apartment now. Yeah. Don Knox. And he, I have to say, like, I, obviously we didn't watch those seasons, but I, I did like him as the replacement. Like, I mm-hmm. thought he was a good replacement. Like, he was just crazy enough and weird enough and yeah. different enough. Yes. Like, I thought that was a smart move, not just to have, like, this weird, like, single old man. Yeah. Like, to replace. He was great. The cast couple. Yeah, they did a lot of great They did a good casting. Great casting. Um, What else? What else do we have? What else? I don't know. Really quick. Yeah. Did you like it? I did. I enjoyed it. I I did enjoy it. Um, I think I liked it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's strange watching it through an old roommate's eye. Because I don't think we – I mean, sometimes I can't enjoy it as fully because I'm, like, taking notes and I'm kind of – analyzing it a little bit so it's a little different in that sense but i did enjoy it i really 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 enjoyed john ritter yeah and that did make me a little bit sad yep i think um i I, when we talked about revisiting this my first thought was i'm gonna cringe because of the gay Mm -hmm. i was thinking that same thing comments and and it was um not as bad as i thought truly Mm -hmm. meaning like my reaction to it i was like oh i guess I mean, whatever. It's a Tinkerbell and whatever. Although the bar scene, that actually kind of bothered me. When the guy, the the bully at the bar, does like the limp wrist thing to Jack. Because I'm like, wow, they they didn't hold back on these insults. They really didn't. And that's, I mean, I think that's so different from today. I mean, you could never remake something like that today. You could never do it in another threes company. Mm -hmm. I think there'd be too much outcry. 
Well, can you imagine the writers' room from a, for a remake of like what would they write? Well, I, yeah, I guess. I really don't think they could do it. Yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting thought. Yeah, I would think maybe it would have to take place in the past, but yeah. then it's like, and I think there's a reason. Obviously, Will and Grace takes place in New York. Like where these like, you know. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, we have Shit's Creek where there's a gay couple and there's never a gay joke. Ever. Never. Ever. And that's a, you know, like sort of a, uh, like, back, I don't want to say backwater town, but like in like a little, you know, it's in <laughs> yeah, a little. I think that's pretty right? accurate. You know, it's a cute little town. Um, yeah, you know, it's an interesting point. I don't know. I think, but I. But I think to that point, I think it's important. It is important. Like, you know, I know a lot of people get angry. And it's like, oh, they put a gay character in a superhero movie. Oh, they put a gay character in a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, but this is why it's important. Like, because little kids do watch these things. And if yes. they don't see any gay characters, they're going to think that it's not normal. And going back to our very right. first point, like, so, yeah, I think some of the insults, um, none of it hurt me more. Like, it was like, okay. And I actually did enjoy it. I can't say I would just keep, I would watch season two or just get mm-hmm. into this whole of Three's Company, bin, start binging. But um, what I remembered about it, I still loved. Mm-hmm. What I was afraid or anxious about seeing again didn't hit me this hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but the chemistry of the cast is just incredible. Chemistry is great. Yes, absolutely. And then, um, do, uh, well, do you want to take a break? Yes, I need yeah, some water. Yeah, I do. I need a water too, and I'm afraid <laughs> to take a sip because I know you're going to be able to hear like every little gurgle in my mouth. So let's take a quick little break, and um, we will be right back. We'll talk about a little bit more, and then we'll do our questions. Final thoughts and questions. We can All have. right, we'll be right back. Hey there, it's Christina and Brian. We just wanted to take this break to thank you for listening to Old Roommates, the only podcast that revisits pop culture through a middle-aged lens. Please subscribe to Old Roommates on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And give us a rating or review while you're there. If you have any questions, comments, or observations, shoot us an email at oldroommatespod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Old Roommates. Thanks for listening, and now, back to the show. And we're back. We're back. So that was a nice little hydrating short break. hydrating break. I, I drank my weight in water. <laughs> so, so um, I had a couple. Yeah, of final thoughts. Sure. Final, well, sort of final oh. thoughts, but um, a couple things that I wrote down that I thought was really funny. So in episode three, it was the birthday party episode with it's Janet's birthday, yes. and they're talking about having they're going to have a party for her. Oh, and they, just them. it was just the three of them for one thing, and. Did you notice the size of the cake? Gigantic. It was like a sheet cake. It was a sheet cake. It was a sheet cake for three people. Like, what is going on? Am I missing something? But it was literally three people. What got me about that is they were wearing hats. (laughs) It was very sad. It was was the saddest birthday party. I mean, sorry, Janet. I don't know if Chrissy's birthday party would be the same. Also, why do they eat it? And, like, they, they set up a table in the living room. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they just do it in the kitchen? And it's not right? like there are that many people. I know. Well, it's another like stage. Yeah, stage thing. Yeah, right. It, that sort of thing. They also have, I have a typewriter. There was a typewriter in in the episode, which was kind of funny, which I thought was you know like you don't see that very often these days. 
And then um, I don't remember that. Yeah, I forget what it was for. I think they were. I don't know what it was. But then the other thing that I wanted to point out was in episode six, they were talking about this. You know, the three hundred dollars was missing, yeah. and they're trying to find it. That was like the whole premise of the whole episode. They couldn't find the three hundred dollars. And then Jack came back and he said, "I can." Um, now, keep in mind that the rent is due, like it's overdue. They're avoiding the rapers That's because right. they don't want to have to tell them they don't have the rent. So it's, right. it's overdue. And Jack says, well, you know, I can get a loan from my school. Really? In like a day? Like <laughs> that's kind of a quick turnaround to apply for a loan, get approved and, and get, get the money yeah. within what, a day or two? So I thought that was really funny. I'm like, okay, I'm not sure that's a realistic solution. <laughs> and then he didn't get it because his dad made too much money. Right. Which yeah. so how like old all is those... Jack? Like there is a point where your parents' income shouldn't well, I'm getting way too deep, mm-hmm. but like it shouldn't matter. <laughs> right. I mean, it does matter when you're a minor. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't matter when you're in your mid twenties. I can't right? Well, how old is Jack I guess in that if show? You had to, that's how a great question. That? That's a great question. I would say Say twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, I would, I would, I was gonna say like late twenties. Okay, but he's still going to school, right? He's going going to cooking school. Yeah, but he can go to cooking school. So any yeah, age. probably mid, probably mid twenties, I guess. But if he had to have a co-signer for a loan, I think that they would. You know, I, I don't know. It's kind of it strange. It didn't I don't make know. much sense. Oh, and anyway. oh god, and that was so creepy. You didn't even talk about him, the loan officer, the loan guy. Oh, Did you yeah. find him so disturbing? Exactly. You're living girls? Like, that was, like, oh, the general... It was great. Oh, it was uh, gross. It was gross. 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 Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> on that note, are we ready Question for our questions? Time. Sure. Okay. So, um, you, why don't you do your question, and then I have an F. Mary Kill. Cool. So, my question is... Jack, did you hear that? It's my stomach. This microphone is picking up everything. I can hear it in my ears. I'll try to edit it out. No, don't. Don't. Leave it in. It's real. (laughs) Jack, Tripper, Janet, Wood, Chrissy, Snow. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to – oh, how should we do this? Pick a – basically, who would you think would make the best roommate? Hmm, the best roommate. Imagining a three-bedroom so, apartment. Imagine a three, like, it's okay. not, yeah. yeah. Imagine a three-bedroom apartment. Oh, shit, so it, wait, no, do it you would be replace a two-bedroom. one? It would be a two-bedroom oh, two apartment. Bedroom, yeah, two-bedroom apartment. It would just yeah. be me and, and one other, other person. roommate. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, so I've had my share of roommates. So I move out. You move, Back you in the move day. Out. Okay, you, you move out. I moved out. Jack shows up, then Chrissy, then Janet. So I think my initial thought would be Jack. However... I, I think it would, like, if he, like, made passes at me and things, oh like, it would God. make me very uncomfortable. So it yeah. would have to be, maybe he would have to actually have to be gay. <laughs> 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 but I think he would make a great roommate. Like, I think he was, like, a fun person and a nice friend, and he could cook. Yeah, he was all and, of those things. you know, he seemed responsible, he's going to school, mm-hmm. like, has a future. So I think that if, as long as he never... Like hit on me, or if as long as there was no like any kind of attraction between either one of us, mm-hmm. it would be Jack. Um, if it was Jack, like as he was written, like sex maniac, I would probably choose Janet. Mm-hmm. I think that Janet is probably the most stable. Mm-hmm. 
out of really out of all three of them. She's probably I mean, she seems like nice. And I, she also seems like someone that if I wanted to have like some of my own space, like she would respect that. Mm-hmm. So I think um, so that would be my answer. Definitely not Chrissy. Yeah. She would drive me crazy. I picked Jack for you. I did. I think like I feel like you guys would have a blast. Oh my god, I would love to be his friend. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. Like again, as long as there wasn't roommates. that like sexual stuff going on, then yeah. I think it would be perfect. Cool. So I was right. Yay! Great job. <laughs> All right. So I have an F Mary kill for you. Okay. And the three that I have, it's not going to be pretty. Oh no. It's not pretty. Okay. Okay. So here. You know what I thought? Oh, never mind. Good. Sorry. All right. So here are the three. Stanley. Awesome. Stanley Roper. Yeah. Ralph Furley. The Don Knotts character. Yes. Okay. And Larry. I forgot oh this, the theme song. Um, oh, gosh. Hmm. Well, here we go. Okay. So um, go. I'm having uh, <laughs> sex with Larry. Okay. Good choice. I will. I will marry Stanley. <laughs> You will I really marry will. Stanley. I will do it. I'll marry Norman Fell. Okay. And I will have to kill uh, Don Knotts, Mr. Furley. All right. I just couldn't imagine him in any scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, Stanley, just because I think he, at the end of the day, he is dedicated. Mm-hmm. He wants good things for the building. And you know what? He doesn't want to have sex. <laughs> that, that totally works. I would not be attracted to him. Very much in the first place. Um, oh my god! But I was gonna say, you know, who it was kind of like a weird, cute. Never thought this before. Hmm. The bartender at the Regal Beagle. Oh yeah. I never, never even. He was occurred. such a non-character. Non-character. Yeah. But then, like the couple times, I was like, oh, he's like a handsome man. Yeah, yeah. he was a good bartender too. You could have put him in the mix. I wouldn't have minded that. What? So mine oh. for you because I did it in FMK for oh, you. you. Did. I was much nicer, Jack. Yes. Jack. Okay. Just do it anyway. Yeah, sure. Oh, wait, what did you say? What was what was your answer? Oh, so I was I was completely wrong. Oh, what yeah. would Mr. Furley be for me? I think I. I... <gasps> oh my God, am I gonna throw up? <laughs> you might throw up. <laughs> well, I I was trying to think long term. I thought you would marry Larry. No. I know. I yeah. It was a tough oh, one. It was a tough one. He'd be exhausting. He would be exhausting, and I thought. <laughs> Oh, God. You know what? Next question. So mine for you would have been, because I'm nicer, Jack, Mr. Roper, Mm -hmm. and the bully. Oh, the bully. Oh, boy. Um, Let's see. The nautical sailor man. Well, I definitely would marry Jack. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, then we know the rest. Well, do you? (laughs) I would, I would, I would not have sex with Mr. Roper. No, so that's okay. so I was right. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. But I don't know what you would think. I mean, bullies are mean. Maybe you want to just kill him. But he was also buff. Yeah, I don't know. I think he. I liked how when Mr. Fur, oh my God, Mr. Fur, Mr. Roper stuck up for himself. The yes. guy respected him. True. True. And honestly, like, if it's just an F thing, it's just a one-night thing. I mean, that's honestly, why you, why, maybe not that, even a night. Christine, it's why you're going to the Regal Beagle. That's why. Is that for, why you go to the that's Regal why Beagle, I, Brian? Whenever, back in the I day. I go there to just hang out with my friends, <laughs> have a burger. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Are we done with Three's Company? I think so. I yeah. think so. Awesome. So all in all, 
I, I did enjoy it. I also it's, did. It's fun. It's fun. Good camaraderie. It's fun. You have to remember that, you know, it's in the 70s. You yep. have to kind of take it with a grain of salt. But yep. um, fun, fun, fun show, stuff. good acting, yep. good chemistry. <laughs> and that is it for us in this episode of Old Roommates. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to Old Roommates on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us a rating or review while you're there, please. We love our ratings. If you have an idea for the show, a suggestion, or a comment, email us at oldroommatespod at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Old Roommates. This is Christina. This is Brian. Thanks again for listening. Till next time.